probably with my sanity Front row at a Mac show He the only addict that the children should've listened to At least he let them know not to be like him Real G's moving silence like So don't listen to these loud motherfuckers Yo, 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 what's going on? Welcome back to the Uncultured Podcast How y'all doing today? Doing pretty good, finally off of work You know how it is Gonna be working, working, working But once you get off Feels good Always feels good to get off. Uh, today we're gonna be we're gonna be talking about a little little um, UFC, um, especially especially we're gonna be talking about John Jones and his very dominant heavyweight win on Saturday. Um, I think John Jones is very close to solidifying himself as the greatest UFC fighter of all time. Don't get me wrong, he is up there. He is very, very close. But I personally, I don't think he's there yet, but I don't know what it is about this guy, but it just seems like Anytime he fights, it's just like it's almost an expected win, you know? It's like, don't get me wrong, you're always excited to watch the fight, but I mean, this dude is just like an expectation at this point. I mean, he's 27 1 0 with one no contest. And, I mean, the dude is massive. He's 6'4". He's 250 before he cuts for weights. He's got a 7'1 wingspan. I mean, genetic, like, this this dominant... uh, How do I put it? The dominant... I mean, like, his whole family is just athletes. Athletes, athletes. And man, it's like they have that gene of just pure dedication. And don't get me wrong, I think if John Jones truly had the mindset of like per se Kobe, this man would have been the greatest a long time ago. Long time ago. But, I mean, the dude, he's said it every time he fights. He will party the week before. He'll get blacked out, party the week before. So, he has in his mind an excuse if he loses. Can you imagine what this dude would be like if he just work, work, work constantly, 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 and just like... Had that mindset of like Kobe, this dude would be a different breed. And he's already a different breed. It's like he doesn't even have to try to just be great. I mean, like, put like, for instance, his fight, his fight against Gain. I mean, a submission in two minutes, and it felt like. He didn't even 
Like, Jones didn't even get touched. And don't get me wrong, Jones has had his Jones is asking him to come up to, to heavyweight. Jones is fighting at heavyweight. 
Israel really wanted to fight, really wanted to take it to him to to prove himself, he would do it. And I think it, it would be done fairly quickly, but I don't personally think it's going to happen. I think Israel knows that, you know, Israel's lost to two dudes who Jones would absolutely obliterate. And I mean obliterate. I mean, you got... Israel lost to Alex Piria, who's, don't get me wrong, he's a big dude, but he's 7-1. and one. Like, that's not a, like, he would just get demolished. And I'm, re- I'm, I'm ready for the rematch of that fight. That's going to be a good rematch. And then he also lost to Jan Balwick, who's, Baltwick, however you say his last name, who's, not a big dude. He's a pretty pretty small dude. And so if like if Israel's losing to these smaller guys, how is he gonna gonna go up against Jones? I mean Israel got TKO'd by Alex Pira in the fifth round, which is you know, he went good far into the fight, but, I mean, he was down five strikes, you know, and they both had a knockdown, or a takedown, so, I don't know, it would, I think it would create a lot of hype, a lot of hype for that fight, because it's two, the, pretty much the two biggest fighters right now. Versus one another. Which would be. Very cool to watch. Very. Very cool. Um, matchup. But then again. I also want to see. What Connor can do. When he gets back. I also want to see what. Um. Habib's fighters doing, um, however you say his name, Kajmat Shamiv. I mean, he's a young dude who's 6'2", 200. I mean, he's not a small dude in any, any realm. And I'm not sure, um, I'd have to look. Oh, so he's a welterweight, so... He drops down to about 179 for fights, which is pretty, is a pretty big difference. I mean, that's 20 pounds, which is, which is nothing light, but it's not a ton. I mean, if Israel's coming up to light heavyweight, which Israel's what? 185 so that's a six pound difference i think that he that what's his name could come up for sure for sure 
I think Usman will be a good fight too between him and um Israel. But I think I mean there's nobody really to even contest with with John Jones right now. Nobody. But I would love to see Jones drop down to middleweight, cut real lean, and just obliterate middleweight as well. Because I know Israel's, I mean, Jones said it himself, he's too hes too scared to, to come up. And I think, I think Jones is, wants, wants to lay it down on him. So I think if Jones wanted to cut down to 185, he would. And he would just obliterate middleweight. I mean, go for Go for the belt right away and just absolutely obliterate anybody who wants to try and take it from him. I think there's no way any of these dudes are taking it from him at all. At all. Because at the end of the day, Jones, John Jones is John Jones. He's has such a malicious fighting technique of of his guard and his elbows and his kicks and his knees. But not only that. Um, not only that, but he's just, he's just a pure, just fighter, just absolute savage. And he has, and he has the, the, um, the submissions to go with it. He's not a. He's not a knockout. I mean, he is a knockout guy. Don't get me wrong. But this dude has probably won just as many fights as with knockout or TKO as as um fight or as knockouts or as submissions. I mean, um. Another fighter I'd love to see is Sean, uh, Sean O'Malley. I mean, this dude is just a savage. I mean, just the the way his... I mean, the sugar show he always puts on is just... Um, and a lot of people say, oh, well, he's... You know, he's a knockout guy, and if... And if knockout, you know, if... He doesn't knock out. He's done. Well, he's 16 and 1. His only loss was when he broke his leg, I believe. Don't quote me on that. Let's let me look here. Um, let's see his fight history. Oh no, he did get TKO'd. I'm. Uh, he got TKO'd. KO'd, TKO'd in the first round, 440 in, which I don't remember that happening quite honestly, but I mean the dude has 11 TKO KOs and one sub, so out of 16 wins, 11 have been knockouts and one's been a submission, that means... 
only four have gone to decision. And I mean, the dude is just a absolute savage. So let's see here. Um, this one says he, uh, ooh, he got knocked out with an elbow. Um, I don't remember this. Um, let's just look this up. But ever since Shum, I remember when um he was in the Contender series. This dude was he just puts on a show, and that's part of what UFC is. Is is putting on a show. Shit, that was a lot. Um, it's putting on a show. That's what you're meant to do. And this dude, he hypes it up so much. You know? He he has the trash talk. He has the style. Um, to, to go along with it. You know? And he has that brutal... Those kicks. I mean, this dude's kicks are just legendary. Oh yeah, he got knocked out when his um leg went dead. That's what that's what it was, right? That's how he lost. Okay, so like don't get me wrong, it's a loss, but it's not like like he lost, lost. Um You could tell from the beginning of the fight that his leg was pretty much out. And then after a while it just kinda gives. Or is it when he broke it? Nah, that was the one he broke it. Um, but he did have dead leg. Which is tragic. And a lot of... A lot of put people... Um, people still consider him undefeated, which... I kind of agree, man. I kind of agree. The dude is just a savage. I mean. And I think if he were to refight Merlon Vera, he would just knock him out. There would be no. Nothing to it. Quite honestly. There would be nothing to it. Because this kid is. He's what? Like. 27 I think maybe a little bit older 28 maybe I would like to see a belt on him because he's what ranked number two right now I believe in um in Bantam don't call me on that but I think he's like number two after he beat, beat on, yeah, I think he went number two. But man, I would love to see this dude fight for a belt. That'd be that'd be crazy. I mean, he's a, so he's a switch stance, seventy-two inch reach. I mean, the dude is just—he's a lanky motherfucker. But he's—he's five eleven, one thirty-five. I mean, he's my weight. Like, if I were to step into lockdown, it would be against, like, him in that weight class. And that's crazy to think because 
That dude would obliterate me. But then again, you think, okay, flyweights fought at what? 120s? Guys light. That's really light. And a lot of these dudes are like 5'5 five, five to 5'7. Five, but, um, let's see. Because who holds the flyweight belt? Jamal Hill. Okay. Okay. I mean, he's a good fighter. He's 12 and 1. He beat, he beat Glover, who was won a lot of matches, like 30 something matches, I believe. So that's, I mean, that's crazy. Um, yeah, Jamal Hill's got an issue. Oh, this is not what I meant to be looking at. I'm looking at heavyweights for some reason. Jamal Hill is a heavyweight. I was going to say, that didn't seem right. Um, okay, here we go, here we go. Brandon Monroe. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That makes more sense. I was going to say, he's a flyweight. I thought he was, like, heavy. Um, five TKOs, 11 subs. So I'm not a knockout specialist, but, you know, he's he's a... He's a submission specialist, which I kind of like. I like seeing somebody get guillotined like like Jones did. Or, um, you know, score. <sighs> I can't remember who it was, but there was uh, some dude in the UFC who um, scorpion crunched his opponent, which is a brutal brutal way to to get submitted because you're basically getting your spine bent backwards while your chest is getting crushed into the into the mat that's tough tough I mean that's gotta hurt just getting choked out in a regular like just guillotine is tough and it hurts but getting scorpion crushed that's ridiculous then again I remember when um, Jones got got um, oh I forget what it's called but when you armbarred that's what it is. He got arm part and still managed to get out of it and and beat him. I mean, Jones said himself, he said the result pop. It's like, ooh. You know, that's got to hurt. That's got to hurt. But Jones didn't look in, in phenomenal shape. You know? He just looked like he was, you know, like he wasn't super super lean and ripped like he was um so the espn's current men's pound for pound ranking is tied for first islam majvek and alexander volshevsky and then jones is number three usman's four israel's five Overa's six edwards seven brandon monroe's eight 
Elijah Sterling is tied for eight. So how are you finna say Elijah Sterling? I mean, I get he's the champ. But I'm almost putting O'Malley over him. Uh, like, quite honestly, I think I got to um, put O'Malley over him. But no, so none of the ESPN panel voted for O'Malley on the top 10, which to me is crazy. Crazy. But then again, the fact that Jones isn't number one, I mean, don't get me wrong. Alexander Volshvisky is a great fighter. But pound for pound. I mean, you're thinking Jones is 50 more at two. Alexander's 150. There's no. There's no contest to who's a better. I think Jones's pound for pound strength is significantly higher than Alexander's. I mean, don't get me wrong, he, Alexander's a great um, fighter, but he also just lost the belt not too long ago, I believe. Wasn't that just the other day? Oh, no, that was, or maybe it was UFC 284, I think is what it was. I thought, so that would have been like February. He lost by unanimous decision. So you're putting him up there, which I get. He's a great fighter, but he's not John Jones. And you got Islam Mashvek, who is another lightweight. So how are you going to put the two lightweights that won against each other? Like, to me, there's no contest that Jones should be number one. Don't get me wrong. Those two guys are pound for pound in the top three for sure. With the way that Usman and Israel have um, their last um, matches with. I mean, Usman lost to Leon Edwards, got knocked out in the fifth round. It's like a minute left. But honestly, I think Usman's probably. Usman or Edwards is. Right up there with um, what's his name? Um, right up there with um Alexander. So I personally, if you rank him, my pound for pound would be Jones for sure one. I mean, there's no question. And then you can put in any order from two to five. Islam, Alexander, Usman, and Israel. I think I think those four dudes, two through five, you could put them in any order and I wouldn't be mad. But then again, Israel did lose his last match. And he's not fighting again until April. You know, so it's like, come on, get a fight going. 
But Usman is rematching Leon Edwards March 18th. So that's, what, 10 days away here? Um, yeah, 10 days away. That's going to be a good fight. That's going to be a great, great match. Um, who else fights on? Oh, no. Who else fights on on uh, two eighty six? So it's Edward versus Usman three. Um, Usman is somehow the favorite. Don't really get that considering he just lost him, but uh, you do you, I guess. Um. You got Justin Gotti versus Rafael Frias, Joanne Wood versus Minichi Correra, Carlina, sorry, Gunnar Nelson versus Brian Barry. That'll be a good match. That'll be a great match. Because that's at what welterweight? Yep. Yep. So that's going to be like. They got to be high up there. And then we got Marvin Vett. Vettori versus Roman Naz. I don't know who those dudes are, quite honestly. Middleweights. That'll be a good. That'll be a good matchup. Um, great matchup. Anyway, that's all I got for y'all today. Um, hope y'all enjoy. Always, deuces.